Hi, Sphere. Hi, Tobe. You okay? Yeah. <laughs> How about you? <laughs> Some obvious fake enthusiasm there for you guys. I'm tired. I'm fasting. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, it's like mid-afternoon, but yeah, it's yeah. kicking in. Yeah. How long left? Three hours. Three yeah. hours left. Well, you got some misaka waiting for you. Oh, with, with your favorite bechamel sauce, which you maybe make you a little bit is extra. Is it called? Is it called bechamel? Is it bechamel or bechamel? No, I'm I don't saying know. in in the misaka, is it is it called a bechamel or is it know. called something else? Mate, the I guy could was eat Greek that in spoonfuls. Bechamel. Watch when I heat that up, and I just spoon that on top of the mis. Oh, mate. <laughs> anyway, how are you, Tom? Um, yeah, I'm okay. I'm feeling better than I have on the past couple of weeks. So, yeah, in good spirits, I would say. Um, so, this is a topic that you wanted to talk about. Do you yeah. want to introduce it? Mental health during quarantine. You heard? <laughs> <laughs> Where do you want to start? Obviously, it's such a broad... Do you know I was thinking, like, we, we touched on it. A couple of episodes ago Hmm. when we were talking about like the initial lockdown and how we were feeling and what we want to get out of this and I think everyone came into this I guess uncertain of what was to come but hopeful of I guess all the the spare time that people would have to be able to you know fulfill the dreams that they've always had or take up new habits or get rid of old habits and obviously we were discussing that in the context of you know if you're privileged enough to do that obviously there's a lot of people that aren't that don't live in that that kind of that bubble um but I think a lot of a lot of stuff has changed in the last couple of months and I mean a big part as to why we weren't recording was kind of wrapped up in mental health during quarantine in the sense of like I wasn't always like feeling my best or like feeling like I had something to offer and like feeling like I had I had nothing to complain about or nothing to sort of, do you know what I mean because everyone's ev- there's a lot of people that are really going through it and then yeah I don't know I just feel like it's an interesting dynamic where there's a lot there's there's now in my in my mind there's a few schools of thought as to how people should be managing their time during quarantine so there's the side that's like if you don't come out of this a better person you've wasted the opportunity and then there's the other side that's uh you know saying spend time with your kids this is the time to bond and you know this is the time to be family orientated and then there's the others that are saying if i if i come out of this alive i've succeeded and there is no right way to do this sort of thing. And Wait, I wanted to sort of talk about what our different sort of viewpoints are on that. Yeah, I was gonna ask you, and you've kind of led to it, like, I can't, I'm finding it hard to read you right now. I feel like, um, like you're slightly apprehensive about the lockdown no. mentally. How have, you, how have you found it? How are you feeling? No, I, do, I think I've just oscillated between those, those schools of thought where I've felt like almost like uh, self-critical if I haven't got up at 8am and done this and done that and achieved this. Like I had, I had goals in mind 
and there's a lot that I haven't even touched I haven't even gone I haven't even scratched the surface and a big part of that is because my mental health has been a priority it's been like it's you know there's there's a lot of people out there that feel like if I just get through the day that's that's okay because it's just a really unsettling and uh, I guess for a lot of people it's a very difficult time and then I go the other way where I think you don't have the right to feel that way because you can still pay rent you know yeah. there's like that other side of me that's thinking I don't deserve to I don't I don't yeah I don't deserve to feel bad because there's people that are in dire situations right now that they you know they're they're really feeling it and there's and and the whole thing with like I don't know a, a lot of those sorts of um I guess positive mind 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 frames at the the kind of start of this of it'll be a nice time to spend time with your kids and everything and then I've been like kind of not looking into it per se but just sort of taking in different viewpoints on this and there's people that are saying that their re- their kids are really struggling their kids mental health is really taking a turn where they're developing anxiety about going outside where they're feeling antisocial where they're restless they're they're not taking in information they're just sort of not um coping very well and there's obviously not a lot of materials or resources out there to to help kids during this time apart from if your school happens to have you know like i guess offline learning packages i was a bit shocked by that by the way because i've learned like through this crisis that like um obviously schools are in different places when it comes to the result when it comes to the resources that they have available um, and I felt like in this day and age, like it, it would should be, be universal. Yeah, I think regardless yeah. of like afterwards, even for kids that are like sick or can't physically come into school or yeah, like, there should be stuff. Yeah, they should have some sort of framework or some sort of like because you know how back in the day, I don't know if you ever saw it, it was um, if you were off some, from school, you press like the red button on on BBC One, and then there's like yeah. BBC Bite Size for kids or something. I they think, still have that stuff. Yeah. They still, but um, but I guess the point that I'm making is that school is like one aspect of a child's development and like and life, and even just going outside for a grocery shop is like a, it's a big sort of shift in in you know environments and the situation people wearing masks and stuff must be quite unsettling um people not wanting to come near you so if you're out with your with your parents in the park and then you no one wants to come more than two meters near you that's that whereas before it was completely different i just think there's a lot of ways that think that we're being impacted that we're not really understanding right now we don't really have the the words for it we don't really understand where how what the long-term impact would be and school I mean even if you do have all the great packages for learning you're counting on at least one parent having the time to give you and if they're working from home chances are they don't you know if they're a single parent I saw if they're a key worker you know it's it's, not trying to make light of the situation but I saw this picture um, floating around on on Instagram um, where somebody basically said they posted up a picture on in their front window saying us um you know those Ofsted inspections and oh, yeah. she wrote Ofsted inspection um dot dot poor because like a lot of um <laughs> a lot of parents I'm hearing of are, are like realizing, have to take on the role yeah are realizing the value of their teachers and like yeah. how hard 
how hard it is like of a to, job and yeah, to hold to the attention of children and get them to yeah. develop yeah um so before we like truly dig down da- um dig down and stuff i just wanted to know has there been anything that's like shocked you from a mental health point of view um perspective in terms of like you yourself personally or just in society i feel like there's what what i'm seeing and what i'm i struggle to sort of come to terms with is that there's like I said there's like two for me there's like feels like there's two camps where there's the people that are fully embracing this time as a time for Mm. um I guess I don't know self improvement and singing imagine and you know there's just a lot of blind spots with that whole mentality I feel where it's like yeah yeah you can work on your next novel because because you you've got the time, you've got the money, you've got the, you know, whatever it is. Um, and then the other side of it is people that are really kind of giving... Oh, oh yeah, and then I would say, like, on that camp as well, there's a lot of bo- body... Uh, what's the word? Uh, like, weight loss and um, workouts and fitness crap that's circulating as well, kind of, if you come out don't come out of quarantine overweight you know come out snatched come out uh with a perfect fit summer bod for when we're allowed to go out again and i just think a lot there's a lot of that happening that's really harmful and it's hard to take it's it's hard to see all that all the time and it not and like having to constantly like keep a barrier up of like i'm not going to listen to that today i'm not going to listen to that today but it's it's constant and then the, the other side of it is uh the the kind of you know if i get out of bed today that's that's a win and i find myself a lot more in that camp but i don't like that i do if that makes sense i'd rather feel like i can get up at you know get up in the morning take in the fresh air go for a nice walk and then i guess with my fasting it's like a slightly i'm having a slightly different timetable but nonetheless um just I would like to feel more productive but then the other side of me is thinking but you don't have to feel anything you can just feel okay doing nothing and that that should be okay um but yeah I guess it's the self-critic the inner critic that's that's saying you know if you waste this opportunity but then the other side of it is, is like well it's not an opportunity it's a it's a government enforced lockdown like you don't this isn't a blessing in disguise. I mean, you know, it's not a privilege. I don't know. I, I feel Do you like know what I'm the total opposite to you. What's, what's going on in your mind? Um, so, obviously, I'm not no celebrity, so I'm not coming at it from that perspective. Like, I don't have that level of privilege, but I genuinely, I think because of, of like, previous, like, hardships or previous gripes or previous, like, misgivings, previous regrets... I have gone into this feeling like I am I hands up I'm I'm in the camp that I'm like I do really want to try and get the most out of this yeah and like arguably like like technically I'm, I'm not afraid to say it but yeah I've been furloughed that's very uncertain territory in, in like there yeah. and of itself um yeah it is it's like it's not it's not exactly like now I'm yeah it's not a holiday whim. is yeah, it yeah I'm at the whim of like my employer in terms of like what's their cash flow like um 
are they in a strong enough position to like take us all back on do you get what i'm saying am i gonna have the same pay um pay packet and whatnot and i feel like the place my starting point has been like okay there's certain things that i can't control but let me just put myself in the best position possible both mentally and in terms of like um building up my skills and stuff so that i can have some sort of leverage or i can have like some plan b's i feel like i'm taking it not a like a positive mindset but i feel like it's more of like a survivalist but yeah like not survival panic i would say survival positivity in some sense like i know i need to when when the klaxon goes and it's game time like i will need to hit the ground running but i want to know that i've used as much of this time to hit the ground running but then also as well it's not all like positive like flowers and roses and stuff like i do have those days and i have spoken to you about this yeah where like i feel guilty if i haven't like stuck to my schedule yeah um talk about your schedule so you've got a sort of high level you know you know timetable almost about every day i want to do two hours of reading i want to do two hours of spanish or whatever it is so my schedule that thing like i will i want to frame it because that thing (laughs) has been a, a an absolute blessing to me and like i i know it might be confirmation bias but then i heard like from a psychologist that popped up on some news program or some sort saying that um, one of the best ways to cope during this is to give yourself a, a schedule yeah um and a routine because think about it, you're only going to start freaking out if you're not doing your usual routine so give yourself something new to do so that's why i've been like and i know myself like if i don't have a set schedule and stuff i i, I for some reason i don't have the motivation to like just do things on my off my own back I know I technically am, but yeah, like I can't do it in a free-flowing way. So the way I've done it is like I've looked at what's my goals, what would I like to achieve. So my main thing is I just thought, what would I like to get out of this time? So obviously, I've been banging on about learning Spanish for so long, so I made that a priority. And you have been improving in that. Yeah. So yeah, I really like trying to take the bulls by the horn in that regard, um, and like actually have some dedicated time. And like I've seen the benefits almost like i'm not exactly fluent or anything and i've probably got like at least two years ahead of me but um yeah i feel like i've made some good headway on that and then also as well just like reading on different topics so i can have some more strings in my bow when i do go back to work um and then just yeah other things just general housekeeping like i've made like a list and also included like break times in there just to like try and keep some semblance of a schedule going and proper feel, work schedule yeah proper work schedule like with times in there and everything i like and i tried to get up a little bit earlier as well so it feels like you know a little you know like the travel to work time like you'd normally yeah. have i'm trying to keep it as normal as i can so that my brain doesn't go to like some dark places and and starts worrying or panicking about the loss of a routine um yeah i just yeah i don't know i've just hopefully those parameters have like helped me like sustain myself whereas i tried to do the same thing and i just felt like i was falling into a trap where if i didn't do one item on that thing for the day it was all pointless like yeah. i felt like keeping felt up like crap that level yeah. of uh accountability was like more harmful for me than it did more harm than good yeah for, for me personally i think the problem is is like whatever your general feeling about what you want to get out of this situation is 
it's so heavily dependent the success of that is so heavily dependent on your temperament and your your personality type and whether you thrive off of you know random kind of uh, bursts of motivation and inspiration to do stuff or whether you thrive off of a strict routine that helps you keep accountable and I think uh, I'm I don't know I'm still figuring out what it is I guess you know what's your balance that you need my I think before Ramadan um the general feeling was that I didn't keep to a routine as such but I made sure that I did at least I, I, I at least meditated I went outside um you know I did some form of exercise like whether it was something inside or something outside and I did some cooking maybe or um like something that was fun like embroidery and as long as I did like three or four of those things like that was okay for me um not to mention the other stuff that I say I want to do but then I've got a lot of like I don't know, lack of motivation to do them, namely learning Arabic. That's like, <laughs> that's the big one. I feel like you keep dodging that one, man. <laughs> like, there's always some sort it's, of reason. There's, yeah, there, yeah. Always something. Like, you just need to just dive into it. Do you know why? Because I just know it. the mountain that I have to climb. Like, Arabic's like one of the hardest languages. Ah, no. uh, I will one it's day. Fine, I know. Like, but then I kind of, so then part of that is like, oh, you've had two months or whatever, you know. So even if you're working from home, you've still got the commute time at the beginning, at the end of your day, you've still got the evenings and you've still got the weekends. So technically that's ample time to do something, assuming you don't have kids or other responsibilities. So that would have been great. I technically don't have an excuse, but I just have like a lot of mental blocks about learning it because of various reasons. Mm. Um, So, yeah I don't know I just feel like guilty that I haven't done it but then the other the other kind of again the other sort of mentality is well maybe it's not about kind of adopting new skills or trying to you know become this like new person and shedding all this skin maybe it's just about getting to know who you are getting to know yourself like understanding your your strengths and weaknesses you know coming being just even the ability to just sit still and sit in silence and just be with yourself is a challenge for a lot of people and just to be able to do that is a good thing you know whether or not you've you know technically quote done something with it I think getting to know who you are and getting in touch with yourself is maybe the aim I don't know can I ask you a high level question so more of a macro one yeah um if you was to give, I'm going to, it's a two-part. So if you was to give this country a score in terms of how you think people and your peers and everyone has coped with like the mental effects of lockdown, what would you say? It depends. It, again, it, I think it goes back to depends what you think success is in this whole thing. Like, what do I you think, think generally everyone's are? doing okay. Yeah. Everyone's doing okay. There's no one that I know, or at least anyone that's told me that they're really struggling mentally. Yeah. I've had a couple of like conversations where people are, you know, feeling guilty yeah. about not having done X, Y, Z, or I feel, I just feel really low and I don't. And a big part of that is not feeling like anyone else is, is feeling that way. And this is what I kind of feel like there's, there's the problematic element of that sort of productivity and let's get productive, let's mm. get, let's get better, let's become evolved or whatever, is that that is all that is being 
broadcasted on social media. So when you or I or anyone else like looks at that, that's all we're seeing. We're seeing everyone else being productive. And then we get up, like I got up at 3 p.m. today. And I mean, I'll be um, fasting, but still that's like, that's not really an excuse. Um, And like seeing everyone else doing amazing is not exactly the best feeling. But if today is what I was capable of was getting up at three and and I don't want to keep repeating that because that's like kind of dead. But if that's what I was capable of today, then okay. It doesn't mean that I'm screwed for life. It doesn't mean that tomorrow will be the same. Yesterday it wasn't the same, you know, but I, that's just what my body was capable of today. And so be it. Mm. And I think the conversations that I've been having, if they are in that, that realm of kind of guilt and shame, it's, just even saying that you're not alone, I felt like that too, yeah. is enough to sort of get people to to think about it in a new way and to, to sort of pick themselves up again. I think a big part of this is that we're not judging others, but we're we're judging ourselves based on others' actions. Yeah, those are comparisons. Yeah, comparison being the, the thief of joy, right? Mm. So by me comparing myself to what somebody else has, has done that weekend or what even just like all the gardening stuff like and it's so amazing that people are gardening more and like doing these like home renovations i'm like i don't have a garden man i remember i'll never forget when i think it was like one of when parliament came back for the first time um after the recess or whatever um, because obviously when corona hit they they dispersed and stuff one of the mps like during the um the Prime Minister's question times. So obviously we're in the middle of a pandemic and the guy stood up and was screaming, when are you going to open up the garden centres and all this and that? And I was like, what the hell? For those that have gardens, are you kidding me? To worry about your, you as an elected representative are worrying about gardening and all this and that. So I was really cynical towards it. But then, um, like I must have Googled it. Like, why are people? Because it wasn't just him. Like, I see, I saw it on Twitter. I want to go B and Q. I want to go garden center. <laughs> like, all this like crap. I'm like, what's going on here? And then, um, basically, there's like a, it's like an older person thing, or not? Like some, you might, some young people might be doing it as well. But basically, gardening is seen as like a really therapeutic act for yeah, the it elderly. Yeah, it definitely. Stuff. So yeah, like, and obviously, this guy that was screaming in Parliament was an elderly gentleman himself. So yeah. it, it's, I didn't realise, it's like our version of like mindfulness or it's, it's yeah, just no, like... Yeah, no, it's a people, very therapeutic yeah. thing. Yeah, so, yeah, but it's like knitting. I can knit, but I can't garden. No, but I'm just saying, I just, it was completely new to me. I didn't realise that this was such a... Because I, at first, from a face value from my perspective, I was just like, mate, Glenn, can you sit down? Have some perspective. Yeah, with like health crisis here. But I didn't realise it. it was more coming at it from like a mental health aspect yeah. and like people just want access to those gardening tools they want those well yeah and those, you don't want to yeah. be cooped up inside the whole time like people with their allotments and stuff i would love to have one I'd, uh, yeah yeah it'd be cool just plant some carrots and potatoes and whatever wow okay <laughs> what, a, what a dream you have for yourself no it's fine okay so the second part of what i wanted to ask you the reason why i brought up how do you think we're doing as a country i was wanting to ask do you think like we've been wired in any particular way that's had an effect on us so for example this whole bulldog spirit do you think has led to people being feeling like they're being cooped up inside so they want to go out or do you think it's led to like a sense of um solidarity i don't i feel like it's popped up um in good and bad ways 
So, and I know that's like, it might sound like a real cop-out answer, but like generally that's how I feel. So like, I feel like the bad ways that's popped up is like all these like libertarians that want the lockdown to They're end. They're protesting. Yeah. Oh like, my God. As if to say, you're, and the funny thing is you're outside protesting about being locked inside. Yeah, you're clearly allowed to go outside. <laughs> like, you like, dodo. Just enjoy the liberties that have been afforded to you. Like, and they've done like they've clearly done it in a way that has been loose enough to allow you to, like, yeah, you know, yeah, to work within the confines of the rules and stuff. But it seems like it's not enough for people, and I feel like, oh my god. So yeah, I, on one side, I do feel like the way that like there's that whole what they call it British exceptionalism. I think that has been really detrimental. It's, um, like, amped up. Yeah, like, people going out in parks and stuff. I know we're allowed to do it now, but I just feel like that's not helped. I still don't think it's wise to do it, yeah. but, yeah. And I, I can see how that can, like, enable people to feel down about their situations and stuff. Because um, then they don't feel like they're not able to do the things that they would like to do. Um, yeah. And then on the other side, like, I feel like it did start out like a nice thing, but now I, I, I'm umming and ahhing about, you know, the whole clap for carers thing. Yeah, like that's I mean that's a, not yeah. like a mental health thing as such, but no, but I mean as in like in terms of like the psyche, there I feel like there is British people do like coming together. Yeah, and I felt like that was one way that we were all able to like um, solidarity. Yeah, show solidarity and because I'm thinking of like in the aftermath of the Grenfell Tower when everybody just wanted to like send money, send clothing and resources for the people that had lost their homes and yeah, stuff. Yeah. And I feel, I feel like people do want to do stuff, but at the moment, as you said, it's just... Oh, and also as well, remember how many people signed up to that um, NHS volunteer um, thing? Yeah. So, I still haven't got a call back. But. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if they like dropped it or whatnot, but... No, I get emails about how, yeah, you're a volunteer. I'm like, okay, cool. When's the... Yeah, I feel like there is this energy. People do want to do stuff. And I think... Like, if you can, if if our leaders could, like, band together and work out ways that people can feel like they can contribute and help us all get through this, I feel well, I like the willingness... I think a big part of that yeah. is if you're helping someone else, you feel better. Yeah. There's a part of that that's helped, help, like, mental health-wise, that's helpful. Yeah, and I think that's what I was trying to get at. I was thinking if we could help mobilize people and give them like a sense of purpose during this crisis and like allow them to help others and as you said they get the boost back themselves and i really feel like that could like help cheer people up a bit and you know take the edge off of of what is like a a marathon and not a sprint yeah i agree i think the problem is with this whole thing though is that the we will i don't know i feel like we're we all felt a certain way at the beginning and and then a lot of people just feel like it's getting on a bit now mm. obviously it is i mean it's two we're two months in yeah. right so yeah naturally the the kind of motivation waxes and wanes and it's not you know there's not as much enthusiasm to to get through this and that's maybe why we're seeing protests now rather than two weeks into it yeah. right because everyone was okay with it if it was only for three weeks and you know now and it it absolutely needs to to stay in place it's just i don't think there's enough consideration to how we can i guess mitigate against negative pushback or they're they're consistently trying to think of ways to keep us uh at at bay (laughs) and not um you know kind of put in the measures that are safe but at the same time not 
what's the word like not aggravate us they're just walking that tightrope because ultimately the people making these decisions want your votes so they don't want to piss yeah, like that's the yeah like they could do the right thing quote unquote but and lock us all in yeah and just like for the next yeah but six then months they're thinking about sally may up in in rutland and they want yeah. her vote and stuff like they can't that's the that's well it's not even it's not even like a north south thing it's the those protests well, yeah, were people, happening yeah. in hyde park like yeah it's true so there's i think generally look you can't win they can't win but um i would love for everyone to just deal with the the feeling of it knowing that we're keeping people safe and even if that means that i'm in lockdown for the next six months mm. it's my duty to keep to stay inside that's that's my view that's my feeling um i don't think that you know the the, my my quote liberty is more important than someone's safety Mm. than someone than someone living if i'm the difference between someone dying or living is on is in, in you know um is dependent on me then i know which way i'm swinging yeah i guess the problem is is some people swing towards that way. No, oh. look, I'm I'm just gonna fundamentally disagree with people that feel that way. Yeah, like they that you think it's okay for you to go out to the park and then infect someone's nan and then she dies. Good for you. Like yeah. I don't want that on my shoulders. But I think I I would like to th- I would like to hope and think that the government would like us all to stay in for six months, but they just are concerned about the the pushback they'll get. And that's why they keep kind of, you know, going back and forth and being wishy-washy and confusing. I think if that was the measure that was taken, I'd be down for it. I think that the only consideration would be just how people's mental health is impacted. Mm. And I guess the whole uh, point here of, you know, that the mental health sort of challenges that people will, will deal with during this time are going to be wild, wildly different depending on your circumstances. Like we've said, even just the fact that you and I living together is a huge bonus. The fact that we're not alone. We we have parents that are living alone and that's like a concern for us. Yeah. We're checking in, we're making sure that you know so, you know, that's that's a that's a blessing. But then the other side of it is like a financial, you know, need and people that are furloughed are in a much better situation than those that have been made redundant for a start. Like there's all these kinds of scales to what can make your time during lockdown more difficult and that obviously would impact your mental health significantly you know if we if you've got a safety net to pay rent that's that's going to put you at a lot more ease than someone someone that doesn't um so i think naturally as is with pretty much before lockdown probably after lockdown there's not enough kind of investment and conversation around mental health generally and just we're not really thinking about this time, like just how kind of damaging it can be for some for some people. And then to see that people on social media are only showing the highlight reel, obviously of, you know, when they went for a run or they, I mean, we're, we're guilty of that too. Like we're, cause we're trying to, I guess a big part of our, our what's the word, journey of like improving our mental health has been like, well, let's like, we're, we're inside anyway, let's try and cook some nice things. I'm just on that. I'm. <sighs> Cooking for me 
has probably been one of the things that has got me through this time. That's what I'm saying. But like, honestly, like, it's really, like, scratched my itch in terms of, like, being able to explore because instead of exploring different places, I can explore different cuisines. I can yeah. learn new techniques. It takes my mind off the fact that I'm locked down. Yeah. Like, We've both been, yeah, like, doing just... more cooking and getting, like, get, getting some good recipes. But I guess, like, we're flexing on, like, what recipes we're doing. And, like, your highlight reel, you've literally got a highlight reel on your Instagram. <laughs> it's called Tom's Kitchen about all the stuff you've been cooking. But then you, obviously, in that, you haven't cooked, you haven't shown all the crappy sandwiches that have been made in between or, No, but know, then also as well, Or, like, like the lack of, the, look, the way we've had to, like, make I'm the best gonna, out of situations. I'm not trying to sound like, no, hypocrite. I'm not going to, like, I'm, like, yeah, I have flexed a couple meals on no on i'm saying that that's not that's natural but, to do that yeah one of the f- good things that has actually come up like come out of that is people have contacted me that i've not spoken to in a long time and yeah. i did find that quite nice like maybe i because maybe i was guilty of undersharing and because i like i barely yeah, shared before yeah, yeah. so for me it has actually been quite nice i guess like, yeah there's times yeah. like how do you connect with people but what i'm saying and it allows it like a way in it allows for a conversation that isn't just like hey how are you doing how are you catching up like how are you coping do you get what i'm saying like no it has i know been, I, what, I'm, yeah. but what i'm saying is that just generally kind of in terms of the highlight reel like if you're kind of dealing with mental health challenges and you see someone that's cooked a you know artisanal pizza like that's not going to make you feel very good typically yeah. but you know that's but you're not sharing you know your wife lying in looking like shit at 3 p.m because why would you yeah, but <laughs> but that might help people to know that that's something and i'm not saying that you're like this like you know beacon of success you know success that people are like envious of but i'm just saying generally we all have a sort of i guess responsibility to show mm. both sides of it to like to be vulnerable and show when you haven't had the best day like i and i know that to be true because like i of of you know someone in particular reaching out and saying i'm i've been really sorry i didn't get in touch with you whatever i'm really struggling with my with my mental health whatever and I, and then it wasn't until i said oh no i've totally felt the same way this weekend and i gave examples of the ways that i've like you know like my mental health has really struggled and like them her realizing oh okay i'm not alone and it's that sort of thing where i feel like we can be both we can do an artisanal pizza and also like really struggle in the mornings or i guess do you know there's what I mean? that, there's I, like i guess without taking it too personal which kind of is my point here is that i guess it depends on how comfortable you are in terms of like being vulnerable with people and like showing those vulnerabilities and stuff yeah but i feel like if you're on instagram like if your social media platforms they have you've got friends on there and i would like to think that i'm comfortable sharing my vulnerabilities with my friends yeah i don't know i just i think yeah i I guess for me because i know like people can see or twist things or whatnot and like don't get me wrong if one of my friends messages me i am i have been upfront and real with them but yeah no maybe that's enough yeah. i'm not saying like let's blast our, our dirty laundry on social media yeah. but yeah i just i don't know i what i'm saying is that we're all we're all dealing with this differently mm. and to just be careful of what we're taking in and be careful of what we're what we're putting out as well yeah. like if we're only putting out the highlights we're 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 i guess um guilty of of creating the problem or yeah. or exacerbating the problem so it's not walk yeah. in the park yeah i hope people haven't taken that away from my feed or whatever but 
there's is... a lot of like the particularly for for me what i'm seeing is uh like every time i'm looking every time i'm on bloody social media i'm seeing like all these like quarantine workouts and two week shreds and like all this stuff and i just i just think like if your priority getting out of this is abs i don't know how i can relate to you like hey maybe it builds the discipline or something. oh <laughs> god like but if you're starving yourself because naturally we're gonna be we're at, we're at way home. too much man I'm not no but no not even it's but that's that's pe- how people cope like people eat emotionally and i don't think we have we've been taught the tools to deal with that we don't we don't know what to do if we're eating out of boredom or if we're eating out of sadness emotional eating is like a thing that's what we do but we don't know how to how to cope with it or how to sort of you know handle food in a healthy and balanced way but you know naturally we're going to be exerting less energy being inside more and we're going to be potential the chances of everyone consuming less calories now is unlikely. I mean, people are just used to eating what they usually eat, but you're just not going to exert as much energy as you typically would, unless you're doing, you know, really intense exercise on your daily exercise, whatever. But yeah, I just feel like the chances of us putting on a few is is high, and like that should be okay. I just feel like. I don't know this this whole this whole kind of thing. If if we're just pulling this back to aesthetics and not like actually like what what makes us feel good mentally. So am I getting that you're that you're not feeling like there's an acknowledgement of that this is a really tough time and that we are all going through a really tough period in our lives right now. Yeah, maybe. But then and then again, I know I've like repeating myself. But there's the other side. that's like you're not you're not struggling. You don't have two kids furloughed can't you know whatever so there's but my but then the other side of it like like the person that's like coming to mind is jamila jamil who's saying like we're in an unprecedented global yeah like crisis and everyone is dealing with this at the same time and everyone is dealing with it differently because of the circumstances but the the the, the principle is this is something that none of us have ever been through before and your job is to come out of this alive mm. like we're, we're kind of forgetting the bigger picture of why are we indoors in the first place we're indoors because there's a virus going around that is killing people and like that's the perspective we should have is like if i come out of this without the virus i've won mm. i've done i've done my job and i've won i've won you know as opposed to what we're sort of forgetting is that we're we're in here because of this sort of abstract problem that would that hasn't really touched us yet i mean in my case it has but like in a lot of people's cases it isn't so it's really hard to sort of envision or imagine that that this is this virus is real so instead we just feel like we're inside for this sort of you know unlimited time maybe maybe not we'll be out here soon and in the meantime let me just do like 30 minutes of ab workouts and then I'll feel better because I've got this holiday to go on when I get out of this. That's the kind of dichotomy we're in, you know? Uh, the Strugel is real. <laughs> I've... And I guess, Tom, the point is, is that like, whatever you or I think is sort of irrelevant, like it's our, it's, that's our view. Yeah. My, my point is, is that it's just, I guess, food for thought 
to to perhaps think about a different way of thinking about it. So like if, if you are on the, the camp of, I need to come out of this better human being, good for you, but just also have some perspective on like why we're really here and why this is really happening, you know? And then the other side is if you're, if you're on the thing of, you know, I, basically my point is, I feel like there's a middle ground we can find here because if you're on, this, on the camp, if I, if I come out of this alive, that's all I'm responsible for. My, my response to that would be, okay, that's great. Is there something, is there an activity you could do? Is there something you could take on that would make you feel better? That would make, that would bring some joy to your day? So is it gardening? Is it embroidery? Is it watching, you know, a documentary? Is it writing in your journal? Is there doing a gratitude journal? Like, is there something that you could do that would, that would, that would bring some light into your life, that would bring some joy to your day? So, you know, that's kind of where I'm at, is like trying to find a middle ground where, okay, today I've woken up later than usual. What can I do today that would make me feel good? I'm gonna put on, I'm gonna like wash my hair. I'm gonna put on a face mask. I'm gonna do something that makes me feel good, right? And then I'm going to read a book because I said I would and I wanna be, you know, I wanna do that. I wanna finish the book today. Does that make sense? <laughs> I, just, uh, I don't know where to begin. I've, I feel... Do you not feel like there's middle ground? Like, No, obviously there is a middle ground. I feel completely different, like not completely differently, but I just, obviously, I feel like I've tried to, I've, I've tried to take this thing in, in my stride. And by all means, I understand if people are struggling, but I don't feel like that's the entire story. I guess what I'm trying to say is, it's just that I feel like, or I guess my question to you is, do you feel like, the way we're feeling is helping to reveal things in ourselves that we could potentially work on going forward so for example if somebody's having a real tough time struggling do you think they could potentially use this as an opportunity to ask themselves what's behind those feelings um like and then hopefully get to a place where like as you like kind of outlined like a self like a sense of self-acceptance and like being okay yeah, with what, so. you, what you're doing because I'm, I'm basically i don't want us to just paint like the, like dark pictures like i feel like there are some things that people can practically do and like yes and, but and, like, i feel like know. there's yeah sorry go on no yeah and I, I just feel like and obviously as well like especially when i'm thinking about oh okay don't flex on the ground or don't do this don't do that um, because somebody's feeling that type of way but it's like, okay let's turn our attention to that person what can that person do to feel a bit better during this time and that's what I'm trying to to try and grasp like that's why I asked the question um what's behind those feelings that that person is asking and stuff like how can we help those people when I was talking earlier about like the good and bad about the British sense and sensibility yeah and, like trying to mobilize um the people to like basically redirect people's energies towards something that will have, have a greater societal benefit yeah i'm trying to think what are those things like what are the tangible takeaways that somebody could take from this so that if they do see somebody that's suffering or feels some type of way when they do have an opportunity to speak with that person how can they help them lift what up would their... you yeah what do you think well i think it's just like little things like just being kind to yourself and giving yourself more wriggle room like in terms of like the standards that you have 
So obviously we're not in a place where you can 100% be yourself. Like, because obviously, yeah, your house might be nice or your house might not be house, but your house is not you. So a large part of yourself is yeah, not being able be to be- Yeah, be wrapped up in yeah, it's your not, interior design. <laughs> yeah, it's not, allow, it's not being allowed. The essence of who you are right now is not allowed to be fully expressed because mm. it's literally confined to your house. Or if you are like one of the key workers, it's your house and work, work and back. And, and back and, again. Yeah, like- normal life is not going on right now you're not able to speak to your loved ones and self so i feel like it's really important to give yourself that time and space to like think to feel to accept who you are and to not hold yourself to the same standards or the same expectations that you have of yourself and for your life that you had before like as yeah you there's said, a lot like, of people that are asking that yeah. question of like well what what and does, I feel like is that the what trip career up? do I want? What is yeah. kind of giving you food for thought in that way? Yeah, and I, I feel like it's important to ask those questions in a in a positive way. I keep thinking of is it Michael Beckwith? Um, yeah, when he spoke with Oprah and like he's talking about like uh, you know he uses the terminology of like the universe, like ask the universe the right questions or something like that. I feel like this this comes back to like ask yourself approach your problems from a higher mindset a mind, yeah, uh, as opposed yeah. to from a, li- a l- much lower vibration so rather than asking yourself the questions why do your, i feel this way instead just say what yeah. what is this what is this moment trying to teach yeah, me yeah or imagine if you had like extra resources what would you do or like yeah. try and think from a higher place because i feel like part of like it's just as detrimental to okay if we were to acknowledge that not everybody is 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 having a hunky dory time, but then coming down to that person's like state or vibration, mm-hmm. and then that I feel like staying in that state and vibration is not going to yield the results that that person truly wants. Mm-hmm. Like they have to try and elevate their thinking in some way, and I'm not trying to do it from like a stupid like pull yourself up by your bootstraps type way of thinking. I'm thinking, no, what can you tangibly do? Or what what do you need to adjust in terms of like the emotional parameters and stuff? Like, do you get yeah. where I'm, I'm coming from? I feel from? like there's two aspects to that. There's the, the sort of self, um, self-improvement from from like a sort of personal, mental, potentially spiritual aspect. And then there's just the self-improvement from the sort of physical productivity aspect. Mm-hmm. So a solution that I, I envision and I've given is sort of replicating your to-do list mm-hmm. you know your, your kind of high level schedule where it might help somebody to get themselves out of their funk to create a schedule that they can stay accountable to right and then the other side of it is like you said the, the kind of that pondering on on the self and and asking yourself key questions about um and in not in a judgmental way of if i don't know the answer to this question i'm a piece of shit but you know things like what is what what is this moment trying to teach me what do i want to learn from this period what do i want what do i think my purpose is what do i want to give back to the world like what are you know those sort of big questions um that can help you i guess reframe what we're all in this for yeah and also as well when i think back to like my therapy days um like the last time i did it um obviously i did cbt so one of the things well it was part cbt the second time around but one of the things that was taught was um that they taught me was about you know when they're like recognizing your thoughts and your feelings or in mind or in headspace they think of it as like different clouds or yeah. um 
but so like I'm coming back to I don't remember the story I told you about how I was feeling like maybe two or three weeks ago um, where I woke up late so I'm, I'm clearly off schedule by this point so it's not all roses um, <laughs> and then I remember feeling like crap but then I was just like a, a little thought popped into my head like emotions are fleeting like mm. they're not just because I'm feeling a type of way today doesn't mean that that's, that's who you are that's who I am that's gonna define me that's the box I now need to I, like act from I am just this sad person like no mm. I, I just I felt like okay you know what screw it I'm just gonna what 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 would I be doing right now um on my schedule okay I was supposed to be reading all right so I literally just sat down committed to the reading like regardless of how I felt and then obviously after like reading I, always makes me feel better too yeah by by the end of that it was only like 45 minutes but i instantly felt so much better i don't even know if it was because i was able to distract myself with the content of the book that i was reading so i wasn't yeah, focusing on, on my feelings or like i don't know the science behind it but all i know is is that it just allowed me that time and space to like mentally reset and to not give the emotion of how i was feeling like literally feeling like crap and stuff too much power Mm. and like too much power to wield over me and to basically set the tone for the rest of the day and stuff like I was able to break that chain and I feel like that's probably again I I feel like I'm trying to tie it back to what I was saying about like trying to raise your vibration or I guess another way of thinking is like can can I come at this from a different perspective like can I do something different is there any type of adjustment that I can make right now that can allow me to think differently I know my problem is still going to be here but what can I do that can like and and, and you might laugh but it could be as simple as just making a cup of tea like what can you do that can like don't talk to me about (laughs) tea right now no but I'm saying like that would be one of the questions um, one of the tips I would give someone if they're listening is like what can just work out what could you do to allow yourself that mental reprieve from the problem that you're thinking about or constantly obsessing about because obviously you're feeling some type of way it means it's really urgent and it's you're not then going to be in the best position to um give to, that problem your yeah uh, yeah your full attention whereas if you can do something that will allow yourself to rest even if it's all, your exercise around the block because i know we're all runners all and joggers healthy. and stuff anything but, could be yeah. that as long as you're present when you're doing it and you're not just using it as another excuse to not do the thing you're yeah. trying to tackle so i yeah definitely if you can try and build up some sort of like mental reset button because i feel like that can help people through their time like and i know that's just one of that's just one specific solution to a, a certain type of problem but i feel like there's others what, what other advice would you give people if they're struggling i think just going time? going back to the the self-contemplation sort of bit I feel like what this has brought up for me at least is that there's just a lot of um, there's a lot of opportunities to judge yourself if you're not careful Mm. so if you're seeing someone's highlight reel or if you've got a schedule and you haven't kept to it you know if if you wake up at a certain time that's not like you if you've spent a lot more time on your phone than you typically would whatever it is literally guilty of all of those things but anyway i feel like that's those things happen because they happened and it's not a measure of who you are and it's not it's not just a excuse to just get down on yourself this time is not there's no rule book or guide guidelines on how the what the best way to, to cope with this is and i feel like there's a lot of opportunity here to 
to you know whatever the your your kind of situation is to to just get to know who you are in the sense of being okay with whatever happens to you and from you does that make sense and just not I I feel like what I'm trying to do is just cultivate a sense of like self-acceptance regardless so every time I'm doing something that I would have judged myself for three months ago I'm being a little just day by day I'm being a little bit kinder to myself like I'm less judgmental of the situations that I'm in or um the lack of productivity I had that day or you know whatever um and I don't know if like fasting has like contributed to that in the sense of I've just had to be with myself a little bit more like be be in my own head a little bit more but I think that's really valuable is to be in your own head and maybe that's why I like things like gardening and embroidery and those sorts of things are really therapeutic is just that it's just quietude but even just being silent with yourself is like a real practice of self-love or self-acceptance because a lot of stuff comes up um I also think that there's a lot of I have this theory that when we when we come out of this which you know whenever that is there'll be a spike in people seeking therapy Mm. (laughs) um so much so that I actually started googling therapists last night to get ahead of the game so I could book someone in (laughs) before because I feel like there's a lot of things that are coming up for me personally of like oh wow like I I need to I need to address that thing that happened years ago or you know whatever it is like certain things relationships um and I feel like a lot of people potentially if I'm feeling that way there's someone else that's going to going to be feeling that way too potentially more than more than one but just that idea that being cooped up not having your routine and your freedoms radically shift is a very sort of um you know very unsettling jarring experience for for everyone in some way and that can bring up some things you know some personal um issues uh previous sort of traumatic experiences or you know i don't know the brain works in, in mysterious ways but just naturally being with yourself for longer than you would like to admit is is a is a trying thing in of itself but just being able to I guess practice that 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 process or I guess kind of train that muscle would ultimately my hope is lead to self uh, just a general sense of self-compassion so when we do come out of this whatever life looks like I'm able to handle it better. I'm able to deal with challenges that come up. I'm able to manage my stress a bit better. I'm able to, you know, uh, sort of build relationships with people authentically, you know. Mm. But yeah, I want to know if that's if that's if I've if I'm right in that theory that there'll be a spike in therapists. Well, potentially, yeah, because obviously, as you said, the just the pure fact that people are for the probably for the first time like. Yeah, sit with themselves. Like they can't hide behind the daily grind. They can't hide behind. Oh, I got work, or I got this, or the like. And I know some people are swept off their feet, like managing their kids and stuff, or like helping other. No, but I'm saying even in that, even in that situation, you're you're dealing with way more stress than usual. That so much so that you you would want to seek help afterwards. And also as well, like if you think about it, like this is no small feat what we're going through. Like the last thing that can like 
attack a whole world on on this sort of scale as like the plague and what the the spanish flu in 1918 yeah and then like arguably like the world wars and then i know there's been like isolated wars here and there but nothing's hit up the world like on a grand scale like this um so again just like cut yourself some slack like it's not gonna be it's it's a pandemic for a reason it's not it's not some light i don't know it's it's no joke it's just yeah i feel you it's just yeah it's not my big hope as i feel like if we can again like mobilize all the goodwill that is definitely out there like just <laughs> checking on people loved ones yeah. like actually ask people how they actually are keep people's spirits up by like staying in communication with them do fun things like allow people to express themselves like through like online games or yeah. or quizzes people or are whatnot. doing that like people are coming together yeah, there's like, a lot of positives that have come out of this, like but... when you're on um, like movie parties and all of that just like there's i feel like as you said yeah there are a lot of positives and i think for now if you can just try and focus on those and soak up as much as that good energy and like bring it inside yourself and take the lead as well like you know just find a cheap therapist yeah obviously yeah does anyone know anyone that's cheap (laughs) i can't afford these rates (laughs) all right yeah guys i guess we'll leave it there um and if you see me posting any cooking stuff or spanish that's a a good thing um, don't it's not all roses no Um, i feel you know you misinterpret i feel like yes it's a good thing and like you said it sparks conversation it sparks connections with people you haven't spoken to in a while i'm just saying that like there's the other side of it and actually maybe there's the whole thing of like you're not responsible for other people's feelings maybe people are responsible for their feelings and they shouldn't be offended by you know what you do or what anyone else does and like if i'm if i'm feeling triggered that's that's on me that's not on you like genuinely if you see me cooking it's me like that is serious mental health time there for me like it's been so therapeutic i hope you guys took something away from that um and if you know me personally just feel free to hit me up and we can expand or have a further conversation about this but until then and if you know me personally don't you dare speak to me again (laughs) anyways until the next time guys i love how you keep mentioning if you know me personally like no no real talk i don't mind legitimately if somebody knows me personally what does it matter about personal what's your instagram no tom underscore the creative there we go if someone wants to hit you up they can hit you up (laughs) (laughs) anyways guys take care bye